ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Well, Monday is usually our time to speak all things classical music, but we're going to have something just slightly different this morning. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of what the world such a prolific songwriter. That's Bert Bacharach there singing his own music. Russell Torrance from ABC Classic. Uh, what on earth could this have to do with classical music? <laughs> Any excuse to play Bert Bacharach, sure. honestly. What a voice and <laughs> yes. what, what a songwriter. Lucas, to do with his teacher. So today um, on ABC Classic, we're starting our festival of female composers. We do it every year. And specifically on my show mornings, I'm looking at Nadia Boulanger, who was a fantastic composer, but she is best known as the teacher of some of the most important people in, tw- in the 20th century. Um, but Barkach was one of them. I mean, Sally, did you have a favourite teacher at school? I did, but we, unfortunately, I was saying to someone the other day, being in a really small regional community, we didn't have sort of strong, formal music education yeah. available, uh, unfortunately, which I think I would have loved. Yeah. I know, but, but, but thinking back to your favourite teacher, the, there's a characteristic of great teachers. And for me, that is the ability to, to look at somebody and take the best out of them, not make them into something preordained, not, not teach them according to a plan, but to see something in them. And that was what Nadia Boulanger could do. She was a great member of Prisian Musical Society. She was good friends with Stravinsky. She taught a lot of so-called art composers, Aaron Copeland, Germaine Taifer, Peggy Glanville-Hicks, Daniel Barenboim, the, the pianist. Um, and then she met a young Argentinian guy, Astor Piazzolla, who came over and wanted to, to write music like Stravinsky. And she said no. <laughs> and she knew that he played in a dance band on the bandoneon on the accordion. So she she actually persuaded him to do that. She had that gift of seeing someone's potential and taught so many people. Um, here's another one. This is Samuel Barber. We got a bit of that there. Barbara's Adagio for Strings <laughs> from the late 1930s. Is that in so a he, film? It's been in a few films. I, I was going to say, I was trying to picture where yes. I've heard that. Mm. But he was just in his um, 30s when that was premiered live on the radio. So th- there's another of her students. But she didn't just um, stick with, like, so-called composers. I already mentioned Bob Bacharach. Another one's Michel Legrand, who wrote a lot of um, film scores and musicals. And here's another one. This is Quincy Jones. <laughs> I'd like to say that Nadia Boulanger taught Austin Powers, but she didn't. But she pretty much taught everybody else. So um, Quincy Jones, a great dance band leader. He was there in Paris in the late 1950s in a nightclub. He was um, in charge of the orchestra there, and he heard about Nadia Boulanger, and he went and got lessons from her. She blew him away. He blew her away. And you know, Quincy Jones, who, who produced three Michael Jackson albums... You know? <laughs> yeah, extraordinary background. I must tell you as well, uh, Russell, that as that 
what we know as the Austin Powers theme was playing, Luke Sidden-Dundon walked into the studio <laughs> right on that mark. So that might be his intro music from, That's from good. now on. Yeah. You can change it from now on. That's right. And I was thinking uh, the barber music we just heard before, our listeners will probably know better than me. I reckon it was in the film Platoon, I wonder. That would be it. Yes. Mm. I was trying to remember myself. It's, mm. But it's been In the chopper, used in, I think, towards the end. It's mm. been used in a lot of films. It's absolutely, mm. it's an iconic piece of music and that's the kind of thing that she brought. Mm. Well, fantastic. Um, um, now, Russell, there's been some very positive news uh, a few days ago from the Sydney Symphony Orchestra. Right. Well, there's always great things coming out of your local orchestra all the way around Australia, but I'm talking about Simone Young. She's been the chief conductor for a number of years, the first woman to be the chief conductor of the Sydney Symphony Orchestra, and it was just announced last week that her contract has been extended to 2026. This is a massive deal. She's from Sydney originally, um, but she has made a huge name for herself overseas in that, you know, at the heartland of classical music, you could say, in mm-hmm. Germany and Austria. I, I was on RM Breakfast a couple of weeks ago talking about how she's going to be the first woman to conduct Wagner's Ring Cycle mm-hmm. at the home of Wagnerdom in Bayreuth. <laughs> and so we're very lucky that she's Australian. We really are. And we're very lucky. It's great news that this means that although she'll have a lot of work overseas, Simone Young will be still be here regularly in Australia, particularly in Sydney. So it's a great thing to celebrate. And um, the piece of music I brought to celebrate is maybe the first time a lot of us knew about Simone Young. It was 2000, and she was the person who conducted the Sydney Symphony Orchestra at the opening ceremony to the Sydney Olympics. Let's have a listen. That's deep sea dreaming. That's making me feel a little anxious, Russell, I must say. <laughs> oh, it's not, that's not the intention. It's a lovely piece of music. And, and later on, the choir comes in. It's very beautiful. It's on YouTube as well, so go and watch it and relive the Sydney Olympics. I will. Uh, it's so good to talk to you. Thanks, Russell. See you, Sally. That's uh, Russell Torrance there, host of ABC Classic Mornings, and that, of course, was the Sydney Symphony Orchestra with Deep Sea Dreaming. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.